discussion may not be comfortable for all listeners. Certain viewpoints may not reflect those of our partners, sponsors, affiliates, our hosts, or that of our guests. We would like to encourage everybody to keep a respectful and open climate of discussion for all topics, no matter how disturbing they may be. So viewer discretion is advised. Hello guys, how are you and welcome to the Saturday evening show. As you can see, Dakota has changed sex. This would be, Dakota is not here because he's in hospital having a hair transplant because he's moving, as you know guys, and he wants to impress those ladies of his new village. So please send out your love and your warm feelings to him while he's having this beautiful hair transplant. Yes, It's, it's hopefully soon Dakota. You'll be. He might even make an appearance tonight. You know. Hopefully, oh, yeah. you'll have that lovely. Well, probably, uh, here. He's probably going to be chasing us after saying this. But there well, you go. We're doing a talk about. Um, let me say Alcatraz tonight. Yeah. So I think me and we you could might be end in the up cells there. with the spirits, Chris. You know. You you know who's in the chat, don't you? You know who's in the who's chat. It? You see, it's is it our boss? It is. So Dakota, is, is it, we'll have to tell the truth, Dakota, that you are getting a hair transplant. It's been a long time. It's took a long time to get us ready, but now it's happening for him, and we're so happy for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he's <laughs> going to look beautiful with those gold locks, guys. I know. Literally. I know. Palladian locks, you know. Palladian oh, yeah. locks. Was he Palladian looks. Hell, hell oh, yeah, yeah, he's going to rock that look. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Dakota, so you now? can be <laughs> after, you know. We just needed people to know so that they didn't have a heart attack or something when they see you the next time you're on the show. Huh? Yeah, but look at it. There, there's there. What's it? For Bald and Bonkers Network. That's, a, that's Mr. Boss um, Dakota there. <laughs> you're all going to need Alcatraz. There you go. You're, you're all going to need Alcatraz, probably. That's what we did say that just at the beginning. We're probably going to end up in the cells with the spirits by the time Dakota's finished with us. <laughs> well, 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 you know, we're missing you already, Dakota. We're missing you already. We are. <laughs> but on a, on a serious note, guys, we are here tonight on yes. our Saturday show. Dakota is away, obviously, because you know that he's moving and got lots of stuff going yes. on. And um, so I'm here with lovely Chris to do yeah. the show that Chris would normally do with Dakota and today's show is going to be about Alcatraz which is going to be yes. absolutely awesome. 
We've got lots of uh, content and pictures Mm -hmm. to show you. So you should be in for a treat. I ask that everybody please share out and let people know that we're on. I'm going to do that quickly while we're here as well. Anything you want to say, Chris? Nope, nope. Just let, please share this out. Please share this out, everybody. And if you're new, please subscribe, you know. And I would just like to add, too, tomorrow we have a special guest coming on, too, to co-host with me again, because obviously Dakota's getting his ear transplant. And yes. we have Mike, the Naked Bigfoot, coming on as my co-host. So that should be a very interesting That's... show. And it's a, I'm not going to tell you what island it is, but it's an island of death in Venice, Italy. So that should be very interesting. So, Sherry, here we go. Here's a photo of the location Dakota, tonight. you know we love you, really. You know we love you. We're, we're just winding what's, up. We're, we're keeping it real. What's he saying? Dakota. What's he saying? We're keeping it real. He goes, and here I had a surprise for you two. Break a leg. Dakota, it's fine. It's fine. Look, you, you, out of curiosity, I would like to say this, and you can check this out. They've actually found a cure for baldness in men. Did you know that? Mm, really, really it, was cool. the, it was on the news, so then you go to quarter bases, run away, then you check that out, you know. But anyway, Sherry, how would you like to start the show to, off tonight? Which part of the Alcatraz theme would you like to go with tonight? Well, I have kind of just done some research and some mm. studying into it, and I've got like um, some stuff that I've wrote that's wrote up, and it's up yeah. on the, uh, the word sheet, and it's just information about Alcatraz and... Yes the different varieties of places it's been over the years. So I've got kind of that, and then it'll move on to Chris with his pictures and his amazing part for the show as well, because he's actually going to talk to you about the escape, the famous escape that happened with Alcatraz, guys. So you're going to really enjoy that. And still to this day, it's a mystery what happened to those three men. Did they drown? Nobody knows. Did they escape? They don't know if they drowned or if they escaped. We will never know, I guess. The family, well, the family of those men are convinced that they made it to Mexico. So that makes you wonder. If you think about it, it's not really that far to swim out, is it? Two to three miles. Like, if you're a good swimmer, I'm sure you could do it, you know what I mean? So The thing is, that's something I have to say there. The thing is, right, the thing about San Francisco Bay is is it's one of the most deadliest waters in the world. Now here I'll show you, I'll show you, here's a, here's a picture here, right? Now you can see the distance there, uh, 2.4 kilometres, which is what, 2 miles or something? About that, yeah. Yeah, but what makes it very, very dangerous is the fact the currents in the water. Now it's major yeah. shipping lanes. Now... You could actually, they actually did a, an experiment where people actually swum out with a life jacket on. Right down. And, and they got halfway out. And before they knew it, the current had taken them out to sea. So that just showed at different times of the year, which is very, very it would take interesting. an hour, it's saying, to swim yeah. from the island yeah. to, to land the other side. Well, they had nine hours for the escape. Did make their getaway, so it makes you wonder. It does, and yeah. like like I said, it could be very possible that they did make it. You know, it really does depend on how well they can swim and and th- how lucky they were, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, 
So I will start with my yeah. part then, guys, and then we'll go on to Chris showing some really cool pictures that he got to do with the island yes. and coming into the information about the famous escape by those three gentlemen. So I will bring up the work that I'm doing. So this information was got from the Britannica.com mm -hmm. and it's information on the island. So Alcatraz Island, by name, the Rock, Rocky Island in San Francisco Bay, California, USA. The island occupies an area of 52 acres, 9 hectares, and is located 1.5 miles to 2 km offshore. This island has little vegetation and was a seabird habitat where it was explored in 1775 by Literant June Manuel de who who named it Island de los Alcatraz Seas, Island of the Pelicans. Sold in 1849 to the US government, Alcatraz was the site of the first lighthouse in 1854 on the coast of California. Thereafter, other buildings were erected on the island and the first permanent army detachment was mm -hmm. rationed there in 1859. In 1861, the island was designed, designated a resident for military offenders, later prisoners included some of 19 Hopi Indians from the Arizona Territory who passively resisted government attempts to assimilate them and American soldiers fighting in the Philippines who had joined the Filipinos course in 1900s. In 1907, the island was designated the Pacific Branch of the United States Military Prison. From 1934 to 1963, it served a federal prison for some of the most dangerous civilian prisoners among its famous denizens were A1 Copen, George, and uh, Machine Gun Kelly, and Robert Stroud, the Birdman of Alcatraz, the subject of the 1962 film of the same name. Although Alcatraz potentially was able to house 450 convicts in cells that measured, measured about 10 by 4.5 feet, Three by 1.5 metres, no more than 250 prisoners ever occupied that island at one time. Escape attempts were rare, but a few inmates did escape from the island. Whether they survived the current of the bay is unknown. One during escape was popularised in the film Escape from Alcatraz. Eventually, the necessity of the transporting fresh water to and 
waste away from the island resulted in its abandonment in 1963. In March 1964, a group of Native Americans claimed the island, citing, uh, citing an 1868 treachery with the Sioux, allowing Indians from the reservations of claim any unoccupied government land. However, they occupied Alcatraz for only seven, several hours in November 1969. Indian activities included members of the American Indian movement, occupied the islands again, damaging the deed to the islands and refusing to leave until they were forced off by federal marshals in June 1971. The huddle used in American football was invented by the quarterback of a deaf team so that other teams wouldn't be able to see their signals. In 1972, Alcatraz became part of the newly created Golden Gate National Recreation Area. Although no effect had been made to the repair the structures of the island, most have suffered general decay and weathering. And the historic lighthouse and four other buildings burned in 1970. The lighthouse survived, but the other buildings were largely destroyed. Alcatraz Island is now open to the public and is a popular tourist destination. Alcatraz escape of June 1962. Jail from the su supposedly escaped proof maximum security federal penitentiary of Alcatraz Island, California, on the night of June the 11th. After six months of malicious preparation, three inmates managed to break through it, but it is uncertain if they reached the mid mainland. The escape is thought, um, thought by some to have factored into the decision to close Alcatraz prison less than a year later. Hang on a minute, I've gone all the way down to the bottom now. Where was that? Well, I'll bring up some pictures to, when, when you're speaking about certain locations so people get a kind of grasp. Yeah, I'm just, I've just lost a bit because the thing went too far. Hang on. Let's take your time. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the, the three convicts there and that's one of the masks that they used. But we have much more pictures here. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. Yeah. So the pictures that uh, Chris is showing you are of the uh, of the uh, of the uh, the island and the the men that uh, escaped the prison. Mm -hmm. And as it said, they don't know if this was a reason to why the Alcatraz prison actually shut down just under a year later. They say that they used it as an excuse to shut the prison. Yeah. Because it was meant to be, it was meant to be impenetrable. It was meant to be unescapable. But yeah. they two, they three guys made it over, and that's yeah, what, so that's what the, the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. So the next part is a guard making a routine cell block head count 
on the early morning of June the 12th, 1962, came upon three inmates apparently still sleeping in their cells. Further investigations revealed that the inmates were in fact dummies' heads made from painted paper mache with hair glued on and that it actually occupants of the the actual occupant occupants of the cells the convicted armed robber frank morris and the convicted bank robber brother clarence and john aglian were now nowhere to be found the guards raised the alarms and the warden in charge promptly notified states and the federal authorities as well as the US military and in, as an intensive manhunt begun. In the cells of the missing men, guards discovered the grill opening in the concrete back walls, which were 8 inches by 20 cm thick, had been laboriously enlarged with tools fastened from spoons stolen from the mat, the uh, the mess hall fake grill grills also made from paper mache with paper taken from magazines in the prison these guys were pretty clever to oh, yeah the what the what the what the library had been used to hide the extra the the areas of excavation while work was still in progress authorities traced the path of morris and the aglian brothers through a utility corridor and up the back wall of the cell block using plumbing piping as steps to the cell block roof from there, the three lifted themselves up through a large ventilation shaft and reached to the roof of the building. The next, u- and then next, they used a large exterior pipe to slip 50 feet, which is 15 metres, to the ground. Then the men cut through the barbed wire and to the top of the um, perimeter fencing and scrambled down a steep embankment to the water's edge. Their subsequent movements are unclear. No one was known to have successfully escaped from Alcatraz, located some 1.5 miles to 2 km offshore in San Francisco Bay, since it became a federal penitentiary in 1934. For this reason, prisoners with a history of successful or attempt escapes elsewhere were often sent there. All three of the escapees fit into the category and Morris and Ringleader was flagged as an escape artist on prison records. He was also highly intelligent and his plan made allowance for the difficulty of uh, difficult uh, allowance of the difficulty of swimming to shore in a <clears throat> in the cold water and the strong current of the bay. It was his idea to build an inflatable raft by gluing together rubber raincoats that had been stolen from the prison shop where they were manufactured 
Many details about these plots were supplied by Alan West, an inmate who was an active participant but had failed to get out of his cell in time to join the others. West helped build both the raft and rubber life jackets using a makeshift workshop on the cell block roof, which he had been assigned to paint by guards who did not monitor him. The plotters used the same roof to store other equipment, such as the makeshift drill they used to remove the cover from the ventilation shafts. It is fairly certain that Morris and Anglines escaped from Alcatraz Island, but it is not known whether they successfully escaped to the mainland. Fragments of their rubber equipment were found on or near the Angle Island. A former, <clears throat> a former immigration station that was there intended intimate dest uh, immediate destinations from Anglet Island to the men had intended to swim to the Mar um, Marin Country mainland. According to the West and the still new, <clears throat> new clothes from a retail store, however, no such crime was reported. Some speculated that the men had died before reaching shore, although no bodies were found in the bay. They could have easily have been swept out to sea by the currents. The huddle used in America's football was invented by the quarterbacker of the deaf team so that other teams wouldn't be able to see the signals. In the ensuring in, years, there was supposedly several sightings of the escapees and messages from them. Reports of their survival were often... Reports of their survival were offered to the media by family members and former associates. The Federal Bureau of Investigation re remained sceptical and closed its case in 1979, concluding that the three had drowned in the bay. Mm. Their story was dramatised in the film Escape from the Alcatraz in 1979, starring Clint Eastwood and Frank Morris. Alcatraz, former maximum security prison located on Alcatraz Island, San Francisco Bay of the coast of California. Alcatraz originally envisioned as a naval defence for yes. fortification was designed as a residence for military offend offenders in 1861 and it's housed a diverse collection of prisoners in the early mm. years. These included 19 Hopi Indians from the Alcatraz Territory who passively resisted government attempts to assimilate, that assimilate them and American soldiers fighting in the Philippine-American War who had joined the Philippine Filipinos course in 1900 and in 1907 the island was designed to 
Pacificate branch of the United of the United States military prison. And the modern prison building was completed four years later in 1933. Uh, again, 1933, the U.S. Army transferred control of the prison to the Civil Department of Justice. And from, 19, uh, from 1934 to 1963, Alcatraz served as a federal prison for some of the most dangerous convicts in the American penitentiary mm. system. Among its famous um, denizens were A1 Compone, George the Machine Gun, Kelly and Robert Stroud, the bird of Alcatraz. I knew I had uh, Al Capone somewhere. I've, I've downloaded about 30 or 40 odd pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Although Alcatraz was, a, was able to house 450 com, um, convicts, its cells that measured about 10 feet by 4.5 feet to 3 metres by 1.5 metres. No more than 250 prisoners ever occupied the island at one time. Escape attempts were rare and most escapes relied on the security of the subterfuge to re reach the Pacific freedom of the waters of the San Francisco Bay from May the 2nd to May the 4th, 1946. However, a half dozen inmates participated in an escape attempt that was unpresented in its violence, later dubbed the Battle of Alcatraz. The 48-hour incident began when prisoners overpowered their guards and obtained firearm and keys to cell blocks. Frustrated by a locked door, the prisoners exchanged gunfire with the remaining guards uh, and order was restored only when US Marines stormed to the cells blocks under a hail of grenades and rifle fires. Two guards and three escapees were killed, and more than a dozen guards were wounded in the firefight. Uh, the fire, yeah, the firefight. A few inmates did manage to escape from the island. Whether they survived the currents of the bay is unknown. One daring escape was popularised in the Clint Eastwood, the film escape from the Alcatraz. The handle used in American football was invented by the quarterback on a deaf team so that other teams would be able to see. Eventually, the cost associated with maintaining the prison, particularly the escape of transporting fresh water to the waste mm -hmm. away from it, resulted in the closing of the faculty mm -hmm on March the 21st, 1963, from November the 20th to 1969, to June the 11th, 1971. The island was occupied by Native Americans, activities including members of the American Indian Movement who were protesting what they saw as the US government ongoing economic, social and political neglect of Native Americans. In 1972, the prison and its grounds became part of the newly created Golden Gate National Recreation Area. And Alcatraz remained mm -hmm. one of 
San Francisco's most popular tourist destinations. And that is the information on Alcatraz. So Alcatraz well done. first found out and distinguished as being a lighthouse. There was a lighthouse that first uh, remained on there. Okay. Then it was a uh, it was a military base and made for those reasons and to do obviously um, a lot of military activity well, and work and secret stuff. And then yeah. from that, it was part of the island then was made into the prison, which is where they they did hold some of the most highly known prisoners of all time, literally. The military military part is very interesting to me because I researched all the military stuff and you actually, you done the the escape perfectly. Do you like how I managed to bring up the photos at the same time exactly what you're talking about? I couldn't see them because I was too busy looking at the paper um, that I was looking at. I kept seeing like the outside of it. But as well as that being the story and all of that behind Alcatraz, Alcatraz is is mentioned and questioned to be one of the most haunted oh, islands known, yeah. especially the um, the prison. There have yeah. not been very many investigations done there. I, it, there's been a few, but they have been by famous names. And um, through the characteristics of those investigations, that they, they have not been short of activity. And it, it apparently most definitely stands up to its name when, when saying that it's one of the most haunted locations. It most definitely does. Well, I've actually I've actually got some pictures. I've actually got some pictures there of supposed spirits. But I'll show you some stuff in a minute, guys. Yeah, well, we'll move on to you, Chris, now. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, yeah. my side of the show was just me explaining to you a bit about You've the You've done a great job. You've done an amazing job. You've done an amazing and job. And what it was about. Now, Chris is going to move on to telling you about the escape in more detail, show you the pictures that he's well, got you. And he will show you some pictures about yeah. oh, supposable paranormal phenomena yeah. that has happened there as well. So over to you, Chris. Thank you very much, Jerry. I've actually... It's just something that Mike said there that I found very interesting. Um, I'll bring it up. Um, the main thing... I can remember about Alcatraz where the stories of the sharks that infested the waters around it. Now that makes you wonder. It makes you wonder, did they eat the prisoners escaping? It could very well do. Like, I know that there's meant to be a lot of records on like um, shark attacks and stuff, but to be quite honest, shark attacks are not as known as what people make it out to be no, a lot of the time when like humans and stuff are attacked by sharks they accidentally mistaken you for being yeah a seal or something you know what i mean so if they're splashing around and they're trying to get over to the other it, it could be very possible that well, they got see, to see i've got i, yeah. I have like a kind of theory about this right every 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 like half hour a container ship gets past the island right in quite close contact what happens if they had actually thought of a way of good holding on to that container ship and getting on board it? Well, if they've actually... made these jackets and these uh, blow-up mm-hmm. stuff, like like what they're saying, that, that could very well do. Because they, yeah. obviously these guys, even though they were very, very well-known convicts, they, they were very clever by the sounds of it as well. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did make some sort of boat thing. No. And maybe they waited in the water, yeah. and when this ship container or something maybe come past, they they attached themselves to it mm-hmm. so they could get to the other side. Or 
there's yeah. a lot of things they could have done. They could have done just what in the water and survived it. You don't know. You see, I'll bring up the photos you were talking about their cell, right? And where is it? Right here, it's here. Here's the cell, right? You see where the sink is in the middle, and you can see the little grill at the back. That's where they managed to dig that out, so they could get. It. And they actually made yeah. a cardboard thing that sat over it. Everybody's seen the movie Escape from Alcatraz. Oh yeah, I mean, I here's, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I watched it the other night. Just, just. Uh, get some information because it is a very interesting film because here is actually the cardboard heads let's see yeah and you can this, see yeah, the cutout yeah you can see the cutout and that leads that actually leads into like a it's where all the pipes are it's like a, a system it's the back area of yeah. the prison it's yeah. where all yeah. of the piping and all of the um where they walk see. to like mend bits and stuff, yeah. they actually yeah. escape through that. Exactly, exactly. And I don't know what happened to them. I'm not psychic in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I definitely think they did escape. They definitely. I, made do, it. I don't. I, think I they... don't know why, but I don't get the feeling that they died. I do feel that no. they got away. I do feel they got away. Um, I don't. I think that, that they made something that where they were able to sit in the water for so long, maybe in the corner of the island where they wouldn't be seen, and then when the ship come by, they were able to get out quick enough to attach themselves. Yeah, that's what I think. One. You know what I mean? Well, here's here's some interesting photos that I've managed to gather. Here's an interesting one. This is um, actually from the that's 18- the guns, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. from the eighteen. That's from the eighteen nineties. Uh, the main guns but I've actually got let me show you this one these were the big guns look at these things yeah I mean mean, look at that that's impressive I mean that's for the podcast listeners you need to watch the YouTube or the Facebook it's to get the grasp on this I mean those things are are massive and obviously today's weaponry is more superior than that obviously these were just cannons but a lot of yeah. people wonder how the men and the people got out to the island. And here's one of the boats. Here is one of the boats, which is there was one. There was one right up until the 1970s, before it gets scrapped. It was a prison boat. Yeah, yeah. Like like you would have had prison buses to take you to prison or prison lorries. Yeah. They had a boat. That's right. That's, that's right. They had a boat. The, the boat. Yeah. But this is. A photo that no, no many people get to see often. And this is, come on, where's this, everybody? This is the dining area. This is the yeah, canteen. Yeah, this is the hall, the main area. Yeah. yeah. But here's an interesting photo that I absolutely love. Now we all know for the the film um, Escape from Alcatraz, the warden was ruthless. He was ruthless. He he was one of the worst wardens ever. Oh and yeah, he's done some really, really bad stuff to some of the inmates as well. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, he was cruel. He's, yeah. It's quite interesting, it's quite interesting because he's got the President Kennedy. You can tell by the era he's got the President Kennedy in the wall. Yeah. But that's what I brought up, Sherry, when you were talking about the masks. Because there's the masks. Yeah. What do you think that? Is that is what they've done. Like, they did make masks and stuff. And it wouldn't surprise me that... Like, I reckon that, you know, like, the, yeah, they made the masks to go in the bed, but I reckon they may have had some sort of mask on their faces when they left as well, so you couldn't really see them clearly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's, you know, 
here's actually here we go. You can actually I'll tell you something to do. That mask at the very end is meant to be the guy, the third one up. And I'll tell you something to do, he's done a good job yet. He has, yeah. Very, very, that's what I'm saying. They were very clever and they, they most definitely knew what they were doing. And, you know, as um, Chris said and my, myself, this was a fertility that was built so that nobody could escape. That was the Maybe, whole point of being took there. So you yeah. couldn't be escaped and everybody would know where it you was, were. I, it you was, know what I mean? It was... It was it was one of the most maximum security facilities out there. I mean, it's at the time if you escaped for jail or you were a troublemaker in a jail in the United States, they moved you to Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's actually an interesting photo. It tells you what everything is. I mean, it shows you've got the hospital unit down next to the harbour. I suppose that's where it would be in case they need to take you away in an emergency. Yeah, and then. But what I have got is I've got some kind of gruesome photos, actually, because I've actually got, where are we, the mortuary, the yeah. morgue. Now, obviously, it's built under the ground to keep it cold. San Francisco yeah, is so a warm the place. Smelling that, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. But here's, I've got two photos here, right? Now, this is very interesting. The first one, there's nothing on it. Here we go. The first one. That is the march, the mor- mortuary. That table there, they would place the body on that table. They would do. Yeah, I don't you? know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see the. Yeah, you see it there. But I actually went scouring the internet, ladies and gentlemen, to see if I could find any spooky pictures. Now, this was supposedly took in 2012 um, by a ghost hunting team. Tell me what you'll see, Sharon. Tell me what you'll see. I see what you would class as a spirit mist. Yes. I'm seeing a lot of spirit mist around in the room. And I do. it does look like there is a slight sort of face like up in the air over in the corner. There is. It's, it's great saying you should say that because I, I was waiting for somebody to notice that. It's, it's, it's one of these. It's puzzling. Like over that. here. Can you see that? Yeah, so is that next to the fan in the window you're talking about? Can you, you see? The, can you see my my mouth my mouse going round? No, no can't right, see that. If, if you look where the table is, yep, yeah, look right up above it, just off to the, oh, I see, yep. off to you can see yeah, that bit, bit coming down. Yeah, it looks like a head and like the top part of somebody's body. I see that. I see that right there. Yep, that's so interesting. That is the mor the morgue, the mortuary, which is yeah, and they would have had to do it underground with this place because if you think oh with it being the, yeah. that that prison and being on that island, there wouldn't have been boats and everything every day that would be able to no. come and get the bodies. So they would have every, been, I think it was every third day. Um, See that? To hold them without it smelling or bringing any problems, Aye. so that, that's, that's what, why they've done the underground. That's what people don't realise. People think in the, in the afternoon the people went home to their work in the mainland. They didn't. No, they, they didn't. The, the wardens, A the lot wardens of these guards and stuff would have actually lived yeah. on the island because yeah, it would have been too far to come in and out. And sometimes it would have been far too dangerous to even yeah. get on a boat and go across the water. Cause the, as Chris was explaining to me earlier, the waters there were very, very dangerous a lot of the time. So yes. getting on and off was very rare. This is quite an interesting photo. This is from 1933, just before it became open to the kind of public. You know what I mean? Normal yeah. prisoners, no military yeah. prisoners. 
But here's an interesting photo for you, ladies and gentlemen. Tell us what you see, Sherry. We'll let somebody in the chat guess for a minute before you can yeah, see it. Yeah, I already know what I this can one see is. It. I, I can, I can see it. it. So yeah. I'll see if the guy's saying anything. Shannon the chat Madden said it looks like, a, like an apparition. Yep. You can see the person's face. Yeah. Top left hand side. Right in the corner, in the corner bit. Mm-hmm. Which Something is very interesting. Space. Which is very interesting. I mean, you you got to remember the spirits in this location is unbelievable. It's supposed you to be like one of the most active prisons going. Uh, and island, obviously, it's meant to be really, really active there. There's meant to be a lot of uh, different things oh, that yeah, go on. Everything from um, poltergeist activity to manifestations, voices. Yeah. Uh, there's even rumours and stories that sometimes you can even hear the cannon, cannons yes. going off, even though they don't bang anymore. Yes. But you can hear this all going on. So, to me. This place has a lot of residual and intelligent haunting oh, yeah. because these spirits are very capable of knowing what this... you're doing and they're very capable of knowing why you're there. But at the same time, they've got the um, the residual on them because mm-hmm. some of them overplay how they lived. Like it's like how to explain it? It's like mm-hmm. they never le- they've not never left the prison. It's like they still live they're that life. They're loving it over and over. They're living their day, they're getting up, they're getting up, they're going to the canteen, they're doing their thing, they're going to their bed, they're getting up. And that's what a lot of this is, that they say that they hear, they'll hear people doing things like they're working on the grounds, or if they're doing stuff in the canteen, all of this stuff's supposed to be able to be heard. So, it's like, when you walk there, even though it's empty and it's a shell now, you very much are still in the middle of what those inmates lived every day of their life that they're still quite, very much there. It was really interesting, Sherry, when you were talking about Al Capone because he died in nineteen forty seven. Yeah. And the in the prison. There he's there. And he was quite a violent gangster. Let's put it that way. He was a bad man. He'd done a lot of bad things. A lot of murders. There would have it. been certain prisoners in that in that cell that would have been treated a little bit better than other ones, you know what I mean? Like, if they've been really known yeah. or they've been in for a very long time, that some of them used to get uh, favoured by the uh, by the prison guards, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Especially if they were dodgy I mean, and things like it, that. It does amaze me. It amazes me to this day, that prison. Can you imagine the energy... So you just remember because of the outbreak they've been suffering for the last two to three years, there's been hardly anybody on that island. But you and think about interesting... all of the history, like before it was a prison, it was like a military place. It was all these yeah. other sorts of things where, um, you go there. where there's been reports of quite negative things happen. So this, but this, this island is uh, surrounded by negativity and bad things, and it's very secluded, so it's very hard to get to. So. I can understand yeah. why they would want to make, a, a, you know, a fertility like that in a place like that because they're not really going to get away. Like they didn't think that they're going to get away. But they are still stuck on that island. You think of the spirits that don't know they're dead, that don't yeah, know they're dead. Yeah, there's they're a lot of that. Island. It's all you mixed think of the there. spirits. You think of the spirits that are kept there, but evil spirits. Not letting them escape. Was it no? 
there's been a, quite a few investigations. So there was Ghost Adventurers, and then there was uh, who else was on the island? Um, I swear that go- like. There, there was, was a couple of um, known shows like back in the day that went there. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure one of the ghost hunting teams in America they went did. there as well. I can't remember ghost hunters or ghost in, I don't know, something like that. I know the ghost adventures have been there. Yeah, ghost adventures definitely have. That's when they started off. Yeah, I mean, that's when I actually come to understand and find out about Alcatraz. I didn't realise until I watched Ghost mm-hmm. Adventures and see them there, and there was a lot of activity going on. Oh. And then I did look into it a little bit more, um, like investigation-wise, and there was a few few teams that had been there yeah, and experienced yeah, a lot of things. You can actually read it up, Sherry. You can actually read this, Sherry. There's actually prisoners that are dead now. But when when they were in the jail before they were moved, before it got closed, they'd be in their beds at night and they would see prisoners walking right through walls. Former prisoners walking right through the walls. And there's a lot of stories about how, how even prisoners, how scared they were of like the solitary confinement. I had to, I have looked up, like I said, I have looked up on things yeah. um, about it and I had seen little stories like this where... Um, the activity for the paranormal hasn't been a recent thing. It's been going on for many, 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 many years. And um, like Chris mm. said, you know, there would be some inmates and some military people that actually had experiences with the other side while yep. they were on that island. Yeah, you think Quite of the lot. deaths, the deaths that's yep. on that island. People will be like, "Well, what do you mean?" How people are going to be lost and going to be unsettled. <laughs> There's that like you said suicide. as well, some of them won't even realise they're dead. Some of them wouldn't yeah. realise they're dead. The suicides that was on that island when it was a prison yeah. was ridiculous. There was a and lot then of there suicide. was the people that were murdered because they passed off other inmates. Well, I mean, it that's... was one of the most highly looked after prison with some of the most deadly inmates in there you can very much see that there was murders that went on within them walls and most oh, yeah. definitely suicide you imagine living in a a 3.4 width cell by 1.5 and most of your day would recall in you just sitting in that cell you you would maybe get not probably about you get an hour quite a minute, it was about quite a minute 20 minutes to an hour outside. it was it was twenty minutes in the in the in in the morning, and twenty minutes in in the early evening, from what I remember, where they would be able to go out to have a little bit of exercise, and all they could do was walk in the quarry, um, in the yard and walk in a circle. That's all they were allowed to do. They weren't allowed yeah. to go around the island or do anything like that. They were confined most of the time to this. I mean, can you imagine being sentenced to thirty years and that? Exactly, being stuck in that for 30 years, you'd send yourself crazy. I'm not being funny, I think I'd want to try and escape being stuck. Like, that's just nuts, it's mad. And being in the situations as well, in that, at, back in the day, like I'm not saying that prisons are much better now, but they're not like they were back then, you know oh what I mean? God, um, no. Back the then, there was a lot more sexual assault and um, <laughs> body, yeah. body, bodily abuse and. Um, even some of the guards themselves were crooks and they murdered some of the inmates and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so... 
it's shocking. It, it really is. It really is. I mean, there's a there's a there's what it looks like today. That's a drone that's took that uh, picture. You can see don't, how dilapidated it's getting and how it's falling apart. And... Don't get me wrong. I do believe that um, when you do wrong, that you should um, stand for what oh, yeah. you've done and you should um, be punished. But the way that these some of these inmates were treated and the the way that they had to live, that is a letdown to the government. That is a letdown to to people themselves. You know what I mean? Like even the worst of the worst people, nobody deserves to live in that sort of way. It's it's, it's, it's awful. The cruelty. And I don't I mean, believe that all of them inmates would have been. Some of these inmates would have been actually innocent. Some of yeah. them hadn't actually done anything. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They've given one yeah. prison, put in prison for something they didn't do. They've obviously played up, kicked off. This prison yeah. didn't like it. They've been sent off to this horrible place. Yep. You know what I mean? So some of them were in there for, for no reason. You know? But a lot, of them, a lot of them were bad people, but still living in like a life like that and uh, being treated the way you you know you'd think going into these sort of locations that the people that are disciplining you would um know how to act and not be like malicious and evil the way that they were but sadly they're no better than the inmates themselves to be quite honest i think i would honestly go mad i mean you would live in that <laughs> for 23 hours of your life for 23 hours of your life every day you would live in this this cell okay only an hour like i said about 20 minutes to half an hour in the morning 20 minutes to half an hour in the evening an hour for exercise that was all they got the rest of it you'd yeah. be stuck in that place doing nothing there's a, a comment from dakota there um he was also notoriously afraid are you talking about al capone uh, Dakota, are you talking about Al Capone? Hey Raymond, uh, were you talking about they Al Capone? Are, yes, they are, but sharks definitely are um, attracted to rapid movement. That, that's what I said, that's why they mistaken some of us for being like seals and stuff like that, don't they? And um, yeah. he was also notoriously afraid of ghosts, yeah. And, you know, yeah. they, they're probably hey, some of the worst spirits in that place you could ever come across, you know what I mean? ex ex com, um convicts and god knows what else that was on that island do you know what i mean like and it was it yes. was it, it was took over by some native from, at, at indians and stuff at some point and they'd done a lot of different rituals and ma mad stuff so you can imagine what might be lurking in the uh the corners of that building there's lisa fry says um Hello, my grandmother had to hide capone in her basement <laughs> really my god really oh wow look at this here we go he actually saved her life when her husband was beating her to death i tried to tell him to just join the show wow my grandpa had to hide the Capone in her basement. That's nuts. That is that, nuts. is that is that is crazy. You'll need to tell us about that uh, next week when you're on, Lisa. Lisa will yeah, be joining me next Saturday, guys, as a co-host as we interview Barry Fitzgerald. 
It actually That's saved it. her life when her husband was being beaten to death, totally oh, right. off, off subject. Wow. Wow. What a sad place. I've not been, but it just, just has that feeling for sure. Yeah, like I, I've got I've got spiritual abilities and just looking at the pictures, I can feel like the pain and the confusion, anger. There's a lot of mixed emotion there. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. for a lot of them, that will be their resting place. That's where they died. And, you know, that's where they stayed. That even when you they died, the they, they didn't get sent back to family. They would be buried on the island. So... You think he'd be the prison officer yeah. that went that too? Stuck yeah, everybody that was on that island more than likely was buried on there because there there wasn't much time that you could you could get off of it. If being fair, you know what I mean. So I tried to tell him just to join the show. I don't know what she's on about. That's a uh, that's a uh, Dakota. Dakota, if you can hear us out there in the mad Ethernet internet we world, join the show, Dakota. Come in. Yeah, um, Dakota, Dakota was yeah. actually going to be coming up to talk to you it guys was, about a little bit as well at some point. Was, but have you done the week. stuff on the um, the escape of the uh, prisoners? Yeah, you did the escape. You did the escape, so I just showed the pictures when you were doing it, and you did yeah. a great job. You it know? was a very notoriously known escape, and one that to this very day is still spoke about. And um, still not fully understanding what actually happened to these three guys either. But either way, these guys were the masterminds in prison by far because they actually oh, yeah. did achieve to get away from it fully. You know what I mean? So whatever happened to them, they still escaped. Yeah, I think I think you know I, mean? I think you you need to go there one day, Sherry, and an investigation. Would you like to? Go I there would one like day? to, but I think I would get overloaded with all of the emotion and that because I don't even have to go there. And I'm looking at the pictures, I can feel the anger and the upset. I, I I don't know why, but when I'm looking at some of the pictures, I feel very sick. Like I feel like really horrible feelings in the back of my throat, like you know, some of them may have been poisoned. You know, I do feel a lot of that. Loads of things. You know, it must have been pictures. terrible. You know, it must have been terrible, Sherry. Those prisoners looking across the bay to San Francisco, and there's people getting going about their usual day, their usual business, their houses, kids. Can you imagine how tormenting yeah. that would be? That you could look out your windows and still see, like life, how they would have it if they didn't do what they did. You know, you're constantly tormented every day, looking at that island, wishing that you you'd done something yeah. differently or you'd been different, and then yeah. knowing that you're never probably going to get out of these walls. God. You know, it must have been awful. Like I'm saying, when you do wrong, you should be, you yeah, should, um, yeah. you should you do pay the, the price, should, but not yeah. the way that some of these people were treated. Not at all. There was people in there that hadn't done much at all. What had happened no. is they maybe committed a crime, a stupid crime, and they'd been sentenced to three years in jail. And because their prison was full, they were transferred to that and what a lot of people don't realise Tay is is it was a federal prison. And the difference Very between strange. that is if you had a aye, if you did a federal crime, you ended up there. So if you didn't pay your taxes, say you owed five hundred thousand dollars in taxes, right? And you didn't pay them, right? You ended up in Alcatraz because it's a federal yeah. crime. Same with like things like murders and stuff like that, you would you would end up you would end up there as well. Um but yeah. Like Chris said, there were people that were in there for petty crimes. Like what we would probably get, what, three to six weeks now in prison, they would get three years. Now, you think 
if you're a poor guy that nicks something for you and your family, if you were caught, you'd go to a normal prison. You're in prison. You're finding this unfair. You've got people mm-hmm. bullying you. You've got people starting on you. So you start back with them because you're defending yourself. That automatically to the guards and that is that you're trouble, yeah? So if that happened several times and that, yeah, they they would have carted you off to Alcatraz, you know what I mean? And and he was in there, you know, some of these people that have been in there, like Chris said, for very petty crimes, which you shouldn't have got three years for, like, and I'm not being funny, but anybody with a, a, a common sense, like, okay, I'm not a bad person. I was doing this so that me and my family could survive. If there's going to be people in there picking on them, disrespecting them, the guards doing stuff to them as well, they're going to yeah. kick off. But because the guards had that authority, because the guards oh. had that strength and that power over them, what they said went. So it didn't matter how innocent yeah. you was. And it don't matter if you didn't start it off. The guards weren't going to say that, were they? So these some of these poor people ended up in this most scariest place that they shouldn't have been in because they're not murderers. They're not these sort of people. You imagine living your life constantly looking over your shoulder, wondering if somebody's going to put a knife into you or somebody's going to do something. Because that is what it does. Oh, my some God. Of these yeah, the mid thing's called shank stop. And killers and sexual abusers and all of these sort of people, people that fiddled and frauded and, you know, not nice people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. I was just actually uploading a couple of pictures there tomorrow. I want to show some people the the location we're talking about tomorrow with Mike. The Naked Bigfoot is joining me as my co host for tomorrow. Uh, Everybody knows the island. it's an island in Italy. It's in Venice. Uh, Absolutely amazing. Yes. I'm going to show you a couple of fo- photos. I'm not going to tell you the name because you'll have to go and look. Trust me. So is Dakota Tomorrow coming night, up or not? I'm, I'm waiting, Dakota, coming up. If you Dakota, please come up. Boss um, man, you're coming up? Um, it maybe come up after the show, but this place tomorrow, guys, is one of the worst places ever. This place tomorrow, there's an estimated 176,000 dead bodies. Yeah. Now, I'm going to show you these pictures really quickly about tomorrow. This is the location tomorrow. We know where we're talking about. It's a, per, I'm going to butcher the name. It's Pervile in Venice, Italy. And me and Mike, the Naked Bigfoot, will be discussing this. Now, the reason it's called the Burning Grounds is because that's where all the bodies are. 170,000 yeah. bodies. The ashes of the bodies. And here's a quick picture just to show you. That's just one. And here's the second one. Now, to see more of that, guys, tune in tomorrow night. At 10pm. At 10pm. And believe me, it's going to be an awesome night, especially with Mike the Naked Bigfoot, because oh yeah, he's awesome. And my goodness... My goodness, he's back from his hair transplant. Did it go? Is it successful? Well, let's see my signals cooperate with. So, how, how, are you, how are you? Look at him. Oh, he's, he's there. there. He's, 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 my my, uh, my signal's behind slightly, so I didn't see Dakota come up. I could just hear him. Uh, I could hear him. You can see him. Oh, so, Dakota, how are you? How's things? Yeah. Yeah, we're hanging in there. Busy, yeah. busy, busy. Yes, very much 
We said what we said to you at the beginning of the show to try and make you laugh, Dakota, because we knew you'd be stressing your head out. So uh, don't be blaming me. Yeah, no. Anybody that knows the Bold and Bonker crew, we all like to have a bit of a joke and a laugh every now and again. There's nothing wrong with that. We all know that we love Dakota and he does an awesome job for this company and he does absolutely amazing stuff. So he's awesome. So Dakota, do you have any wise words for the mere mortals in the chat and us guys? It was you guys did do a pretty good job. Uh, my signal kept cutting out when I was trying to pop on earlier, but the figures, right? You can't even uh, have a day off. You know, like I said, uh, I have a yeah. box that's deciding to move by itself miles mm. away. I think you should send that to Sherry. Yeah, I would have a bloody field day with it. They do those things do not bother me at all. But I am not there in Dakota's house, and I have not got to witness this thing, so I can't really say that. So I'm not going to be disrespectful to it in case something happens to Mr. Dakota there. So I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but. <laughs> Aren't we meant to be investigators? So we'd find things like that fascinating. A box that mysteriously yeah. turns up in his house that he put in storage. And it just yeah. turns back up in his house. Like It's coming for you. It's coming for you. Here you go, you should send it to Mike, the naked Bigfoot. He's into the kind of things. He, he was having his mantelpiece. He could sit and have it in front of his bed or something like that. He'd, he'd be right into that. Oh, Mike would love Oh, yeah, he would. But I, would, I do have a question for Mike tomorrow. Or I can ask him now if he's still in the chat, but Mike, a bit of uh, news. Still there, Mike, Mr. Mike. 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 Come to the light, Mike. Come to the light. Dakota has a question for you, sweet. Hmm. Oh, well, uh, I guess him doing a movie with Dave Schrader is not good enough for him. I know, I know. Yeah, no, literally, there was a message that come up in our messenger box, and it was Dakota saying, um, just found a Dibby box. It's just turned up in the house, and I was asking him all these questions. How did it get there? Did it did it turn up on its own, or did you forget you didn't put it out? And he was like, no, it was put away and in storage, and it somehow turned back up here. So we're, Dakota thinks it may just be an energy that's a little bit lonely and Aww. didn't want to be away from him, so Dakota's going to have to keep an eye on it. See, I think I think you should we should do a special show just on that box one night. Yeah, maybe when I get settled. You know, Where is the box? box. All right. It's yeah. right here. Let me see. Let me see. Hmm. Strange. It doesn't feel unpleasant, but I would be weary. Yeah. There's, there's definitely got two sides to it, whatever's in the box. You better watch, there might be a succubus or an incubus in that. Do I open well, that? I've been in a succubus before, but oh, wait, shit. I think Mike's out wandering through, through his woods again, you know. I went and dropped my phone there, that's terrible. Oh, I'm yeah, not seeing Mike, so Mike must have disappeared. Oh, well, we'll try to get him tomorrow. 
they will probably see the the end of the show and see you saying that you wanted to talk to him and they'll probably contact you anyway. Yeah. Well, so, so, I think, so, so do you want to tell everybody anything before you go? All right, well, I do have a little bit of news that I've been working on some stuff on the side. The store is getting a bunch of new products uploaded as we speak, so because of the uh, Pleiadian hair transplants, Chris, there's plenty of sex toys dedicated to you. Ah, well, you know Sherry's into that kind of thing anyway, so that kind of thing, you know. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I don't care. If you don't like it, walk the other way. Well, you, you know, Dakota, that your mother's in the chat, don't you? Yes, I'm well aware my mother's in the chat. I'm sure she's heard it all before. I'm sure she's not shocked. This is Dakota and everybody else. She's been watching us long enough. Yeah, this is one of the few people still alive that dealt with me the longest. So, she's seen some shit. <laughs> oh. oh, God. I can right. imagine. Yeah, yeah. And we also have entered a special new partnership... It's mostly for legal stuff, for patents. It honestly made me cross my eye. my eyes go cross and uh, was trying to read through it. But we do now have some new friendships with some of the biggest companies in the world right now to help us on the legal side. Yeah, it's a it's a nonprofit that helps deal with what's called patent trolls, basically people that go to sue companies for random stuff and usually ended up winning. So we entered this partnership, which would allow us to work with these companies to fight these lawsuits as well as trade off any resources we have, which means we are now partnered up with Google, Netflix, Amazon. There's like 2,200 members, member companies. And Baldwin Monkers is the latest member. So, hopefully we won't have to go down that road, but it's good to have friends in high places type thing. That'd be cool. Oh, That's yeah, good. definitely. So, what other news do you have, Dakota? I know that you have something there, something secret that you want to tell us. <laughs> well, it's not really a secret. Um hmm. As some of you have been following the show for a while, and Lisa, you may want to check your email. This involves you, too. Some of you may know that we have been in discussion for a documentary. Yes. Well, things are starting to move forward. As Chris can help verify, we have been discussing things with some of our more popular guests, Barry Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. Dave Schrader, uh, Elena Denon, she actually just got a hold of me before the show started, so she's oh. all good to go. Yeah, I bet Chris will be very happy then. Nah, don't worry, Scotty's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Mommy would like to see Scotty. Mm. Oh, yeah, we do have some more networks showing some interest in helping us out, but because we are a newer company, barely hitting our one-year anniversary, they want to see if we can actually put up a shut-up type thing. Right. So, like I said, we've reached out to some of our famous friends to help us out, and 
hopefully being that how we're setting it up will allow it to where we're not stressing too much about figuring out time zones and all that fun stuff because uh, I know there's a certain lady in the chat who likes to make up her own time zones. Lisa. Oh, it's about seven, not me. You know we love you, but basically what we're going to want to do is try to put together a new trailer that does kind of show more of what we envision for this. But in order to do that, to show that we're serious about this endeavor, we've contacted some of our more famous friends, and most of them have gotten back to me saying yes. So that's definitely going to be a good one. My goal is going to try to get the new trailer ready for a special episode we have coming up at the beginning of October with Christina Gomez. Mm-hmm. So, that'll definitely be interesting. Looking forward definitely. to that. That's that's quite interesting. A lot of good stuff coming. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So Dakota, what's happening for you tomorrow? Are you the big move tomorrow? Isn't it? So. Uh, well, because we've had a few snags with the new house, we're going to be staying with a friend of my mother's for a couple of weeks. So. It's dragging on even more. But yeah, tomorrow I may pop in a little bit before the show to talk to Mike since he disappeared on us. There's a question for you, Dakota. What's the name of the documentary? And look at that. I'm wearing the documentary t shirt. Oh, we might have to switch it up a little bit there, Chris. So when you're saying that the trailer has to be changed, is that the one where I'm doing the alien communication? They want the trailer to be different. It That brought their attention, but I bragged a little too much about some of the bigger names that we've been talking with, so they want to see if now I can actually want to see that, that in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they just wanted to make sure that they're not wasting their time. I, I get what these guys are trying to do. I've been working with them with for several films before. And Kelly, to answer your question, the working title, which means that it could probably change down the line, is We Are Light. Yeah. Yes. Should be an interesting, you know. I, I think the new trailer will be good. It'll be awesome. The first trailer was brilliant. but I love the first trailer. Huh? It's got me getting possessed by an alien. <gasps> Hi. What more could you want? You know. Yeah, leave it to Sherry to brag about something going inside of her. Oh, well, that my. is what he did. <laughs> Not in that way, guys. So don't be dirty. Ah, there you go. If anybody's wanting to remake the old movies, I did not Sherry's have available. any interaction with a spirit or an AT before mm. you start thinking in the room, guys. Okay, it it went into my body because it wanted <laughs> to communicate. It's all Sherry. You're not helping your case. It's not. I mean, there's there's uh, there's uh, Lisa. Oh my God. Guys, yeah. you're you're only gonna get Sherry one way. Like Sherry really doesn't really care how things come out, and sometimes it might sound a bit like. But if it makes you laugh, I'm happy. There you go. Yeah. And Dakota was always like, "Oh my God, did you just say that?" Yes. <laughs> you say I'm bad, but then you go off like that. There's, there's 
there's Kelly asking if we're putting up the link for the trailer. We'll have to remake the trailer again, obviously. So once it's remade, uh, up, put it up. The first trailer is available on the Maldenbachers YouTube channel. It is, yeah. Yes. As well as... So. Yeah, I know, she's one of our newer ones, so... I, I know what you're saying, Kelly. Chris is just kind of an idiot sometimes. She's a new fan. New fan. It's a new fan. See? It's a new fan. Very nice to meet you, Kelly. Welcome to the crazy world. Yes. Well, Sherry gets possessed by aliens. What more do you want? Yep, they actually enter me to communicate. Mm. (laughs) Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Where's and Mike these the guys always have a dirty mind and try and change your head to being dirty, so don't. Don't don't be influenced by them, okay? You know, I just got to oh. thinking. I should probably look up to see if we can start selling straight jackets in the store. I think, I think that's a good well, point. Right, put me in one. I, I don't mind modeling it. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Lisa's, Lisa's off. Catch you later, Lisa, and we'll see you next. Bye, Lisa. Time. So... Ladies and gentlemen, will we end the show tonight, guys? And we can talk behind the scenes. So I hope everybody comes tomorrow, and I hope you all enjoyed this show tonight, guys, because I think thank it was awesome. Thank you for joining, you know? and thank you for tuning in. Yes. And we'll see you very soon. Yes, we will. Dakota, do you want to say anything before I end the show? Stay safe, stay cool, and keep an eye on the skies, because there's weird shit mm-hmm. happening. And there's, and there's aliens coming to see Sherry. They're coming to get you. One! Go ahead!